Welcome to Wednesday Night Special. We're going to be talking Raiders and Dallas Cowboys scheduling. If you've been waiting for these last couple weeks, now is the time to listen in, my friends. Thank you. Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring an in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. What do you say? What do you know, Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger in the studio, that is? This is weird. It's Is it is it Monday? It's not Monday. It is definitely not Monday. Oh, boy. It is I'm the, ready. It is the Wednesday special. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking schedule time for the NFL, specifically teams. This week, we're going to talk two teams, Raiders and Cowboys. And then I think continuing on. Yes, the Raiders. And I think continuing on, we'll do division. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll break it down division-wise. The division. Some of us know division. At least it's not Common Core. So it feels like Common Core, though. (laughs) You must have just... Were you homeschooling the kids? I am. Nice. Appreciate it, man. So, uh, yeah, this week we're going to be talking a little Dallas. We're going to start off with Dallas, right? Yeah, let's start with Dallas. Okay. I just wanted to bring... There was one thing I wanted to bring up um, that I wasn't able to bring up quite quite yet. So if you have something to say about Dallas, which I know you do, because you live there, my friend. Oh, you want to pull up something specific about Dallas or something else? No, I, I just wanted the uh, the the strength schedule. The... Oh, strength of schedule. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Pull that up. I it mean, need, it needs to be it needs to be uh, verified. Yeah, well, pull that up for Dallas, and I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to guess that Dallas has a pretty weak schedule. Even though they're going to be playing, I mean, they play both. Uh, Super Bowl teams. They play the Buccaneers. I think they actually opened the season against the Buccaneers. And yeah. they play the Chiefs. So they're playing both teams from, from the the recent Super Bowl. Okay. Um, they've got some coast-to-coast travel in there, I think actually early uh, in that first week of the season. Um, so what are you, you going to rank them at? What do you I, think I would at? say I'm going to say that the Dallas Cowboys are probably ranked in the, I'm going to say 24th. 24th. Yeah. So let's see if you can. What about Las Vegas? What do you think they're? The Raiders, I'm going to say, are up there. I'm going to say the Raiders are probably in. I'm going to put the Raiders up at 11th. Okay. That's my guess. I won't guess because I've seen it, but I don't remember the. Oh. I don't remember it so much, but I got to just find it here. Here we go. So um, as I said in the previous week's podcast, when I had the. Uh, Dan Schwartz here, who was talking a little bit of Browns. Me to Schwartz be with you. That's right. Um, he 
We were talking about how Steelers was number one, Ravens was number two, Bears was number three. Oh, Bears is a, yep, that's a big one. Packers is four, Vikings is fifth, Bengals tied for six with the Lions, Raiders at number eight. You said eleven, okay. Browns at number nine, and what was interesting about the Browns at number nine was Browns are now the favorite in the division, and all three of those teams—Browns, Ravens, and Steelers. Every year they reload or they attempt to reload. Right. They, they have really, they're, they're very strong. For once, Browns is not number one. Well, didn't they finish third in the division last year, even though they made the playoffs? Correct. So think about that. They're playing, here they are going, I believe, what, 11-5 last year and finished third in the division. Mm-hmm. But in the two divisions in the AFC that they're not playing, um, the, all, the other four, those two divisions, they're playing their third place team, right? Which shit, those teams could be four and twelve, five and eleven. So yeah. that's part of the reason that their schedule is probably down a bit, or their strength, or their SOS, I guess we can call it. Well, you know, and they're they're the favorites, right? So they're now on top. So since they're the better team, that it wouldn't be the strength to them. Right? No, yeah, they did. That's why Browns and Ravens are number one and number two because they're. Steelers and Ravens. Or, excuse because me. Because they're playing. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, because the Steelers have to play the Chiefs, right? They, you know, they have to play the first place team in, in every division in the AFC. They have to match up against them, right? So they're going to have a stronger schedule. Doesn't mean, you know, it all d- depends on how good they're going to be this year, which I don't think the Steelers are going to be very good. I think they're going to struggle this year. I think the Ravens, still good defense. You got Lamar Jackson. They're going to be well. And I agree. I mean, you guys talked about it. Um, you know, Schwartz, uh, Schwartz, is it Schwartz? Yeah, Schwartzman, big, big damn, baby. All right. <clears throat> you know, he covered it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're much improved this year. So yeah. we, we kind of raved about their draft picks. They got my linebacker from Notre Dame there in the second round. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, that that plays well into Cleveland's hands. If they can handle the division games, right, if they can take care of Baltimore and take care of Pittsburgh – they're in a pretty good position to win that division because of the strength of schedule that they have, where Pittsburgh is in a place to potentially struggle this year. Yes, and they're going to struggle mightily, I think. And then you've got uh, 10th is Rams, Chiefs is 11th, and Seahawks are 11th, tied for 11th. Tied for 13th is Titans and Cardinals. Tied for 15th is Washington and Texans. And then... Number 17 is the Chargers, 18 is the Jaguars, 19 tied is Niners and Jets and Patriots. Okay. Saints is 22nd, tied for 23rd is the Bills, Colts. Okay, so the Cowboys are not the 24th. Giants, 25. Okay. Panthers, 26. Broncos, 27th tied with the Dolphins. Wow. Buccaneers 29th, Falcons 30th, Cowboys 31st, and the Eagles 32nd. Wow, 31st. 31st. So So they have almost the easiest schedule in all of football. Well, almost. Okay. You know, based, the records are one, so the teams they're playing against are 122, 148, and 2. So .452. There you go. And Eagles is... You know is, what, though? Look how much of that, though, was... And most the, of it the is NFC. their division. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. NFC lease, we like to call them. Yes. 
So, so Cowboys, uh, we could talk preseason, but basically just yeah. quickly preseason games are going to be Pittsburgh on the road in Arizona and uh, at home with Houston. Right? Yeah. Do they have four? Oh, they have four preseason games. No. Yeah, they do. I thought they. Could. Oh, and they Jacksonville. Might, are they in the uh, Hall of Fame game? That might be if that Pittsburgh game is the Hall of Fame game. Um, yeah, Hall of Fame. Okay, that's Stadium. why. That's okay, why. so the other ones are just the the most teams have three. A lot yeah. of times, the Hall of Fame game will be the, that'll be the team's fifth. So there you go. Fourth, you mean? Yeah. Well, got it. Normally fifth, but now that we've got seventeen game schedules. So you're so let's start off, man. First and fourth, fourth, man. Why foremost? Foremost, thank you. They have to go on the road and play the world champion, Super Bowl champ, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, what a what a season opener, right? I mean, and typically, typically the Cowboys open up in pretty boring fashion, you know, they might play the giants or, or something like that. So, um, this is going to be, this is to me, this is probably going to be one of the few tests Dallas is going to face this year. You know, they've got Dak Prescott get Dak Prescott. We both can't talk today. See, cause it's not Monday morning. We're Monday morning guys. You know what I'm saying? It's Wednesday night special. Yeah. What do you want from me? So anyway, Dak Prescott, by the way, is a hundred percent. Per him, as of today, he him. he went to the OTAs day two. He did everything but the eleven man scrimmage or whatever they did. So he is saying he's back a hundred percent, right? Even though that leg was pretty jacked up, yeah, yeah, practically busted off in half. Oh yeah, so and he tried banging it on the the, the field to try to get it back into place. <laughs> but let's be let's be thankful though he didn't go down the path of of. Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. which would which was horrible. Or Joe Theismann, which was even worse. Correct. So, man, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, at home. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Right and, off the and bat. the Buccaneers, they're going to have. So here's the thing. And that's a Thursday night game, 720 mm-hmm. Central Time. Thursday night, though. Damn. So that's the very first open up the season. Right. That's a that, that's going to be a really good game. Well, see now, think about this. You've got Tampa coming in off the Super Bowl, obviously, right? So they're going to be this. The the fans are going to be hyped. The team's going to be hyped. It's you know an opportunity to they bring they basically brought back everybody that won last year, right? So they're going to have this this emotional high coming into the season. You got fans back in the yeah. stadium, right? So. Is that a potential for a Buccaneers letdown when you, on the other side of the field you got a team that suffered a terrible loss to their leader last year who's coming back, presumably this year he'll be healthy and ready to do what he did last year at the beginning of the season. Could this be one Dallas could go in there and sneak in and steal one, right? Steal one away yeah. from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's it's very, very big possibility. Absolutely, I totally so, agree. You just got to think, okay, what direction? You know, th- any of those things I think could happen. Obviously, any given Sunday. That's why that terminology is out there. But to me, I think this is um, a great opportunity for the Cowboys just kind of get out of the box, get that first big win of the season with Dak, sort of set the stage and mute a little bit of that championship, you know, fervor that's going to be um, so loud 
uh, when the Buccaneers take the field yeah. for the first time next season. So I like Dallas in this one. I think Dallas is going to come out strong. So to me, it's the Cowboys. You know, I I have to agree with you on that. I, I was really feeling like Dallas has something to prove now that the quarterback's back. Uh, getting Mika Parsons is another yeah. opportunity there. He's a special, special player. Yeah. And uh, much needed with uh, Sean Lee retiring. And uh, they still have offensive weapons. You know, Dallas still has the still has offensive weapons that Dak can throw to. And you sure up possibly some of the defensive issues, I hope, when with their draft picks. Well, they went they went all defense in the draft. I yeah. mean, remember they got Kelvin Joseph, the cornerback out of uh, Kentucky, with their second uh, overall pick, I think it was around 44th or something like that. Um, they went after the D-line with the kid from UCLA. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh, they got Chauncey Golston from Iowa on the edge as well. And then, um, uh, who is it, Nashon Wright, cornerback out of Oregon State. They went all defense. Right, and they needed to. Yeah, there's no question they needed to. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to be much improved, Ron. And I think you add all those improvements, and then you throw in a strength of schedule that's up, that's dead last in the NFL. It's a pretty good recipe to be excited to get the season going and and really play well. So absolutely. So now you fly again. So you're still not home. Week two, September nineteenth, a three twenty five Central Time start, and you're flying to Los Angeles Chargers, other side of the country, man. This is what I meant earlier when I said right off the bat, beginning of the season, you're flying to the other side of the, the side of the world, playing a team, Ron, that I think is going to be much improved this year, even with the new head coach, even with the new head coach. Okay, which you know I think uh, Justin Herbert, great, great young quarterback, right? I think there's going to be a lot of positive. I think they what they end up going seven and nine last year, so they they weren't terrible. Um, got a lot of promise on that team, especially offensively. So. Now you have a potential opportunity to go the other direction. Cowboys come off a big win against the Buccaneers. Yeah. You know, they have to fly over to the other end of the country to play another young team that's, you know, really looking to make an impact this year. Yeah, in, especially in Herbert, who played very well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, bottom line is, is this is now one of those games where the Cowboys could come out and, you know, be beating their chests. You know, we beat the champions, blah, blah, blah. And then they slip up. You know, on a um, Sunday afternoon... You know, Herbert takes the Chargers down the field and leads them to a field goal, and they end up beating the Cowboys 27-24. and 24. So I'm going to take San Diego in game two. Well, that's a, that's a good pick. I also picked the Chargers as well. Wow. I felt the same way. I feel like if you're going across country, and I always feel like Dallas has never been able to hold up to games they should win and tend to lose games they uh they lose the games they should win and they win the games that they shouldn't for some weird reason like this one you would think they should win but they're probably not well the proof is going to i mean one of the things about that defense is really going to come down to can they create turnovers because they struggled that with that right and herbert doesn't turn the ball over i think he only had 10 interceptions last year yeah. against 31, 32 touchdowns. He's very safe with the football. Doesn't mean he doesn't take chances. I mean, he's a smart smart quarterback, makes good throws. So, you know, if he's going to continue to play that well, yeah. you know, he's no Tom Brady that they're going to see in week one, but come week two, yeah. they're going to go up against a you know somebody who's going to come out and look to really improve. Week, so. th- week three, it's another primetime game. It's finally back in Dallas, and you're going to be playing Monday night. 
against the NFC least uh, Philadelphia Eagles. What you got? Oh, so no Carson Wentz. Said you got Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah. Oof. I don't, you know, I, the Eagles are just, that's a big question mark for me, that team. I don't know what's going on with Philadelphia, to be quite honest with you. Um, don't like a lot of moves, the moves that they made. I know they made a great, you know, they got a, uh, a wide receiver there in the, or no, they went cornerback, didn't they? Who'd they grab in the, in the, I'm having a brain fart there. It wasn't, I thought it was wide receiver. Did they, tra- they're the ones that traded up and grabbed a wide receiver and, they, and snuffed um, the Giants, is that right? Yeah, whatever that kid's uh, name uh, is. Devontae Smith from yes. uh, Alabama. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, I guess they did get a, you know, one of the best in the in the draft, see? My brain's still on Monday. Um, so, um, you know, that's interesting, that kind of pairing, and, you know, they got, so they made some improvements there. I struggle to me, you know, this defense is going to struggle this year. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm, I like them. I like the Cowboys taking game two here, or game one against the Eagles. Uh, game three overall, so I'm going to take Dallas. I, once again, am agreeing with you. I feel like uh, in Dallas, um, against a rivalry, which they, once again, they should win, but they tend to win the games at home, tend to lose the games that they should win on the road. Yeah. Kind of thing. AT&T Stadium, they love it there. AT&T, man. There you go. So week four, uh, it's going back Sunday, uh, October 3rd. And they're at home again, so this is back-to-back home games. As a matter of fact, uh, wow, they actually have got three home games in a row. But this one's against the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'll, I, You know what? Here's how I feel about it. Carolina, they're coming off of a not-so-great year. I, who is their quarterback? They were 5-11. and 11. They, they traded for Sam Darnold. They're going to try okay. to revive Sam Darnold from the New York Jets, believe it or not. So that's just... I, I don't I don't really get what Caroline is trying to do. Um, you know, he's still trying to figure out. He's going to try have to try to figure out a new system, a right? new system, a new system. There, um, their line, their stud linebacker retired. Luke uh, Keekley is yep. gone. Yep. Um, you know, realistically, they're going to get Christian McCaffrey back, right? So that's going to be a threat. Yep. He's going to have some question. You know, some struggles there. But again, I, I just don't get what the the. Panthers are doing. I think this is going to be a wipeout. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you on this one. I just uh, I can't see Dak coming in there with the offensive weapons that they have, uh, staying not you know at home again. Right, come off a big Eagles win. I see Dallas winning this one as well. There you go. So then we go on to Week Five. It's another Sunday, October 10th. It's a 3:25, so afternoon game. And uh, now you're playing another rivalry game, and it's against the New York Jet Giants at home again in Dallas. Third game in a row <laughs> at yeah, home. A third, well, after two on the road, then they go three in a three in a row at home. This right? is, yeah, I mean, this is the, the these are the home games are the ones that you need to win. Like it's a must, especially win. against the division. Especially against the division, New York Giants. Man, once again, I'm not. Saquon, is he going to be healthy from the injury that the Bears gave him? Yeah. <laughs> um, is he going to be healthy? Is is um, Daniel Jones going to be effective? Um, I don't know. I'm sure I'll know more when we talk about the Giants' uh, schedule, but right now I'm not familiar with who they picked up in the draft or if they improved on any of the needs they had. Well, we well we touched on that. I mean, Daniel Jones. I meant we mentioned that this is he he has no excuses now. They added Kenny Galladay, 
right? That's right. Yeah, yeah they they actually got uh, Kadarius Tony um, from I forgot where he came from, but whatever. They got him in the first round, so they added weapons. Yeah, to to, to get him everything that he needs. He's got an offensive line. This is his put up or shut up year, and so that's just it. You don't know who you're going to have in that first game. Is it going to be the Daniel Jones that's going to step up and actually be a good quarterback? Or is it the Daniel Jones we've seen thus far and the Giants are going to be reeling? I'm pointing more to the latter of those two, uh, especially with you know with Dallas being at home, like you said, third straight game. I think this is where they really start building some momentum and start realizing that they've got an opportunity to, be, to, tur- to win a division that's totally winnable. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And not win it with a 7-9 record. Right, so I, I think th- I think this should be a victory for Dallas. Okay, I have I see it differently. I see Dallas has a good momentum, and I feel like this is the time when you should win the game, but they don't. Yeah, and like they they come out flat, flat footed, maybe even broken footed, however you want to look at it. <laughs> and then you you you're like, okay, we've won against philly we beat carolina which we should and we should beat the giants once again a third game at home i agree with what you're saying but i just feel like they can't sustain three wins at home no it's not i mean it's not bad ron i mean giants have a great secondary right so they're going to give the cowboys fits and it's going to be a test for dak prescott probably one of his first big tests so far in the season coming in right and so that's that's not bad i mean but Jones, I mean, when he gets flustered, when he gets pressure, he, he tends to turn the ball, ball over. So, I, like I said, depends on what Jones we're going to get, but I'm going to take the boys. All right. So, week six, uh, October 17th, another uh, afternoon game. You guys are traveling up to New England for a little the Pats, a little Billy Belichick. Belichick. Yeah. Who's going to be playing quarterback for the Pats, right? Is Cam Newton going to be still in there? Is it going to be Mac Jones time at this point? That's gonna be that's gonna be kind of like what we're watching in Chicago. Yeah, is week gonna six have, gonna be that time? <sighs> they're gonna have the same type of shit, you know, with the fans and with everything else going on there in New England. So um, this is gonna be interesting to see if Belichick can, you know, kind of prove that he's as good a coach that he is, is to really kind of guide this team. Um, they've got a good defense. They, they made some odd moves in the off season. They signed, yeah. they signed the two best tight ends that were on the free agent market to some pretty heavy money. Right. So they've made some moves that seem, I think they've always done that though. They've been a heavy tight end offense. Yeah. No question. I mean, that's they've the type of offense that, yeah. that he runs, but you know, typically they've, they've worked to try to find some balance between a good veteran and, you know, a young rookie that they're, you know, and they don't have the quarterback, even as Cam Newton, they don't have the quarterback of Cam Newton of younger years. Yeah. He's not mobile anymore. Um, he He's still, you know, he can still goal line, yeah. But if you want him to get it out outside the pocket and run for, you know, X amount of yards, probably not going to see that. No. He's going to have to learn to be a pocket, pocket passer. Which last year, man, it, it was really, it was a tough, it was a tough New England Patriots um, team to watch, especially when you reflect back and go, well, was it was it was it Belichick or was it Brady? Yeah, we you know what I mean. Argument. We had that argument, and at at the when Super Bowl happened, Brady was in the Super Bowl and Belichick wasn't. <laughs> so yes, and they've always been tight end heavy. 
they had Gronk. They had that um, Gonzalez. I think what was his name? The murderer. Yeah, Hernandez. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. But he was a stud. Oh yeah, he was when he was playing. Like he he had high potential. He's very very good with the football. Very good with the pistol. He's got all kinds of talents. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Was that too? Was that too low? No, 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 no. The best part is his talent is is tying knots. So, anyways, week seven is a buy for the Cowboys. Do you think it's a much needed buy? Is it too early in well, week we did, seven? Did we say who's who's winning that? We didn't pick who's. Well, winning. I picked Dallas. I, I picked Dallas. Okay, well. they're gonna they're gonna smoke the Patriots. I think. Okay, ugly one. So week seven buy. You think that's too early? No, no, I don't think so. I think you know this is I think for an opportunity for them to kind of really get, you know, again if they are kind of moving along as well as I've got them moving along because I think I got them on a pretty decent winning streak. Yeah. They got an opportunity to sort of sort of regroup. Mike Matt McCarthy or Mike McCarthy has an opportunity to say, okay guys, you know, let's not get cocky. Let's not um, you know, get too big headed. We need to continue to play well. We've seen how this division has played out. We've seen how impactful a major injury can be to our team. So let's play smart. Let's play make sure we keep this ball rolling. So yeah, for sure. I don't think it's too early. I think it's just a good check. Kind of a gut check there in the beginning, uh, first uh, quarter of the season, and then you you start moving forward. All right. Well, they get their much needed rest at week seven, week eight. They have to go on the road, and guess what? They're in the NFC, baby. They're playing Minnesota Vikings. Sunday night football, right? Sunday night, prime time. Another prime game, right? Sunday mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So, at Minnesota. Minnesota, I always feel like Minnesota and Dallas always played well. I get you know, like mm-hmm. it was it was never a blowout or it was always really good game. Mm-hmm. It was last season. Last season was really it was a close one. I think it was thirty one to twenty eight was the final in that game. And uh, you know, Cousins is probably going to hope he has a as good or similar game. I think he threw for over three hundred yards and three touchdowns in that game. Uh, but of course, the Dallas defense let him down. Yeah. Um, I think this is where, you know, the Vikings can try again. But again, defensively, I think Minnesota's gonna he's got some question marks. Minnesota's offense is gonna be great. There's no question about it. I think we talked about it actually oh, yeah. when we talked about the Bears schedule, that that you know, the three headed offensive monster yeah. that they have that cousin gets to play Je- with. Jefferson. Jefferson, yeah, and Adam Thielen and yeah. so they've got they've got some pretty big talent on the offense, but not so much on the defensive side of the ball. So I see the Cowboys if they continue their offense offense going the way that I picture it going, yeah. they're going to continue their wins. Yeah. And I see uh I see the Cowboys eking one out. I with I'm with you. It's going to be within a touchdown. Okay. I, you know, they So play you're saying close. Dallas again. I'm going to take Dallas. Yeah. Okay. I've got Minnesota on this game. I just feel Minnesota. like Minnesota at home. Uh I'm going to lean towards and especially with some of the offensive and we're in week 8, I think uh, I think if it was like week one or week two, I'd probably take Dallas. But week eight, I feel like uh, Cousins starts to come around for some reason. Just end of the year kind of stuff. And they're going to be fighting to stay within you know the top three in the division, possibly get into the... Um, uh, get into the playoffs. Uh, you know, this is the next step to try to do that. So I see Minnesota winning. Uh, we jump into week nine, and now we're at home again. And we're at home against the hapless Denver Broncos. Yeah, they got Kyle Fuller now. They're going to be awesome. What are you talking about, man? Of course. 
They needed to shore up some defense. Nick Fangino, Fangino, Fangio, Fangio. He's still the head coach, there, right? <laughs> he is still the head coach. All right. I don't know who Fangino is. He's like maybe it. I'm thinking of Dan Bandino or Bonnie, Danny Bonaducci or Ben Danucci. No, no, I'm thinking hey. of Dan. Uh, I don't know. It okay. doesn't matter. Ben Danucci. That's all that matters. Hey, I told you to run a post, not a fucking screen. What's the matter with you? Jeez. Oh, sorry. So that, that's fun. how Danucci talks. We have talks. kids out there, baby. What do you want from me? Well, I want you to answer the question, who's going to win? Oh, so, oh. I Denver. <laughs> so Denver is is in Dallas. Uh, AFC against NFC game or NFC. Yeah. AFC against mm-hmm. NFC. What's your pick there? Tito? Oh, this is going to be the Cowboys by a mile, by a country mile. I, I just don't see. I mean, I drew. I don't even know if Denver knows if Drew Locke is the right guy for the job there. Is it going to be Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, is, I don't know. That <sighs> much of an upgrade, <laughs> dude. I I don't know what the hell's going Drew on. Drew Locke won't won't be the guy. Bridgewater is your should be your man. Okay. Well, I still think it's you know, Bridgewater was never the same after his injury. He just never was. He had that little bit of a you know kind of a run with New Orleans when Breeze was out. Yeah. And Fine. he didn't play. I don't think he played very he well in Carolina. He, no, he didn't. No. So I, I this is Cowboys for me. Easy. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Dallas uh, beats the Broncos. Um, I just don't have faith. And, you know, last time Broncos probably played in week nine, I think they lost like all their wide receivers and both quarterbacks. And it was pretty brutal anyway. So uh, Denver still has to prove something. Now, if they... If their defense is shored up and Bridgewater can pass to whatever offensive weapons they have, I just don't think they have enough. I'm with you. So, yeah, I couldn't even lean towards Denver right now. I'd have to be in week eight to figure that one out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we go into week 10. We're Sunday, and we're playing the Atlanta Falcons at home. So God. another home game, and not only that, another. Game. What were the Falcons? Were four and twelve last year? I mean, are they, are they playing anybody with a winning record besides the Broncos, or rather the uh, Buccaneers at this point? I mean, Jesus, um, how do they not? Who, Charger Chargers didn't have a winning. No, they record. were seven to nine. Who did you say had the lowest strength of schedule? Who was worse Philly. than this? Oh, well, there you go. Okay, that there makes you sense. go. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. So Falcons, and you got Julio Jones. You know, recently. Over the last couple of days, uh, really dogging the Falcons. Doesn't want to play for them. Uh, I think he got onto that um, one program. They had him on the phone, and he was, I don't even know if he knew he was on the air. It was uh, that tight end from the Broncos. Uh, Sterling Sharp? Uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Okay. Sh- Ster- yes. Yeah, Sterling Sharp played for the Packers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Shannon Sharp had him on the, had his phone out, called him. And he was basically like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. Yeah. And I believe what I'm hearing is, you know, if I had the ticker that, you know, new, you know, hot news or whatever, whatever, breaking news, breaking news, which is not really breaking, is that he wants to play for the right, one of the rivalry teams mm-hmm. just so he can go after his old team. Which, well, I don't think he was ever really, you know, he's, he's, wasn't really big on them getting rid of Quinn, the head coach. Um, that, that did not sit well with him, who I believe is now on the Cowboys. 
I believe they hired him as a defensive coordinator, yes. if I'm not, I'm not yes. mistaken. Yes, you are mistaken. So there's a, correct. a little revenge factor here, right? Oh, yeah. For Quinn. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, um, so we'll see. I mean, I, ultimately, though, I, the, Matt Ryan is still a great quarterback, right? Yes, he's got Julio Jones pulling an Aaron Rodgers on him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you still have Calvin Ridley, still a dangerous dangerous wide receiver. They did draft arguably the second best talent in the draft besides Trevor Lawrence, and that's Cal, and that's uh, Kyle Pitts, yeah. of Florida, right? Sort of that hybrid wide receiver tight end. Uh, so Ryan's got some toys to play with if he doesn't have Jones there, but realistically. Uh, I don't see the 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 Atlanta defense being all that good, and I don't see how they can they can beat the Dallas Cowboys at home. This is an easy win for Dallas, in my opinion. Okay, well, I for some reason because you're saying it's an easy win, and because they're at home, I feel like Falcons will win this one. <laughs> it's one of those, huh? and it's just one of those. It's one of those that you just like. Well, here we go again, mm-hmm. Cowboys. Uh, you have an opportunity to win, and you blew it. You so, knew it. So then we go to week 11. Now we're finally playing a team that actually won. The, they're done playing peewee football teams? Correct. The, the, the you know Atlanta School of the Blind, they're actually going to play an actual professional football team? Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. And this one's going to be a really good game. Uh, it's not a primetime game, surprisingly. What, do I have, what's a win streak? Where am I? Uh, what, we'll talk win streaks uh, afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, Jeez, what are you? You trying to run the show here? Yeah, maybe, trying, maybe trying to run. talk. What are you hiding it from me for? What the hell's the matter? Because now I don't want you to look. Oh, you do. I can't read that far. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, um, Cowboys have to go up Sunday night at three uh, twenty-five. They have to go up and actually play the Kansas City Chiefs. This, this one's going to be another. In City? Yeah, in Arrowhead? Kansas City. Okay. Yep, yep. This is going to be another great game. Just another, you know. I almost feel like this is going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. This is the game. This is the game that you think Dallas should lose, and I feel they will win. Oh. I think they go on the road. I think Dallas ends up beating Kansas City. I think it's going to be a close one, down to a field goal or maybe even a safety. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Nobody's going to remember two points. Two yeah, points. Was it going to be two nothing? I doubt that. Honestly. But there again, I mean, who can stop that tight end wide receiver combo in Kansas City? No, Did anybody that. stop them last year? Well, and not only that, Mahomes. Besides Tom Brady. Not only that, Mahomes plays out of his mind at Arrowhead. Correct. He plays out of his mind, and he was injured last year in the playoffs as well. And he still was able to get his team to the promised land of the Super Bowl, even with Chad Henning, which is who they had to use. Mm-hmm. I think against the Browns. I think that that's when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, uh, what do you got there, T-Dog? I just don't. This is a game where I think the, the Dallas Cowboy defense will, true colors will, will show. They're going to be a young defense, all right? Um, th- this is just going to be too big a test for them. So I think Kansas City is going to win this. I, I, Prescott will throw on, you know, he will try to win this game and do his late game heroics, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think this is where they uh, they get a loss against KC. Then they go on a Thursday night or Thursday day game. So this must be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yep. And they're playing the Las the Raiders. Vegas Raiders. The Raiders come to town. Nice. The Raiders do come to town. Mm-hmm. 
That would be actually a fun game. Might have to come out and visit you <laughs> for, for a little turkey day. But um, why don't you tell me what you're thinking on this one? Because I've, I've answered a few of them. Well, you had all the you had all the uh, question around what the Raiders were going to do at quarterback. Aaron Aaron Rodgers rumors were f- were flying around there, right? I mean, the Bears were in about possibly trading for Derek Carr at one yeah. point. Well, apparently the Raiders are set on Derek Carr. You know, apparently they were telling the truth at some point when they said he's our guy. So you you've got that kid now. He's he's hopefully he realizes the team is confident and wants him there to you know get what they need from that position. Sure. Um, he's got a great tight end in Waller. You talk about him a lot. You love him. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a tremendous test for Dallas. Um, but from a defensive standpoint, I don't see the Raiders able to keep up with the Cowboys at yeah. Cowboy Stadium. So I think Dallas picks up a win here against the Raiders on Turkey Day. Um, and uh, I'm going to – you know what? It's going to be one of those games where a punt return – and a fumbled snap on a field goal is the difference maker. So wow! Put that down. Wow! And that's he. You know that's going to be the Turducken Award. The Turduck Turducken. You t- we had that you in the, the turkey. Park. Remember? You put the turkey in the, the chicken. You put the turkey in the, in the chicken. In the, yeah. I we can't, I can't. We had that on our podcast. Remember? I cut that in. Oh, I don't. I wish remember. I still had. I probably have it somewhere. I, wish I don't I remember what the hell I did yesterday, Ron. You were just asking me something earlier, and I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I know. I'm an idiot. I know. You're very, very, I, I also have Dallas beating Las Vegas. Um, once again, because there was rumors going up, because of what was happening, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the Raiders, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. The but Raiders. Uh, Dallas wins, you know, at home against the Raiders. Then we jump to week 13, and we have to be on the road for this one. But on the road, you've got now the New Orleans Saints. NOLA, as my friends call it, uh, versus Dallas. What are we? So who is New Orleans going to be? So, you know, listen here. Drew Brees always plays well against Dallas. And Drew Brees always potentially beats Dallas lots of the times. But guess what, folks? There's no Drew Brees. There's no Drew Brees. That's a huge problem for the Saints, my friend. I mean, I, I, if they're going to get anybody named Drew in there, it'd probably Barry Moore, and she'll be out on the sidelines, probably cheerleading, showing her boobs. I don't know about boobs, but she'll be out there. She showed him to David Letterman. I know, lucky Dave. I, see, I thought I, I do remember stupid shit like that. See, that's the problem. My brain is clogged with beer hops and stupid shit like Drew Bar- Barrymore yeah, showing course. her boobs to David Letterman. Yeah, well, I knew that what too. What do you want from me? Um, so what do we know about the Saints? Who's their quarterback? Who are they going to pick? Uh, well, you got Jameis Winston. You got Taysom Hill. You got Notre Dame alum Ian Book. Okay. They picked up late in the draft. Well, not late, actually, in the middle rounds. But um, Do you think they still go with Taysom Hill? I, oh God, I don't know. I, I If Jameis Winston doesn't win this job, I, I have to really question whether he's – I mean, Winston's yeah. not a – if he – can stop throwing to the other team, right? I don't know if they, maybe they need to check and see if he's colorblind or if there's something, you know, maybe he's got, he's legally blind in one of his, his eyes, but I don't get it. I, I it's, it's a really a, I, I imagine the people in new Orleans are just going, good God, how do we go from Drew Brees to, to these guys? You know, I know that, that from a fan base, they love Taysom Hill and the things that he's able to do and yeah. kind of that, 
you know, that wacky kind of offense, uh, some yeah. of those schemes that they And run, they like but, doing that wildcat yeah, and all yeah. that too with them. Yeah. So, um, you know, they got Michael Thomas, I think, still, right? They got him kind of running routes for them, which is a great wide receiver to have. Yeah, but, and they still have the, the running back. Oh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. but it, but are those two position players able to beat, a, even if it was a mediocre Dallas Cowboys defense oh. at, at this time? At um, you know, it's not even June yet, and we haven't seen them throw a football. I don't see a interception throwing Winston or a really unproven Taysom Hill beating the Dallas Cowboys. I think I think the Cowboys win this one handily. Yeah, I agree. So I take Dallas. I, I agree. They go they go into New Orleans. Oh man, jeez, this is some tough stuff. Wow. <laughs> Looking at this game, so Week fourteen, it's a Sunday afternoon game. They go to Washington. Okay. Hey, here's this is the division where a lot of times you can throw the rest of that shit out. The records, everything else. This is a rivalry. These two teams hate each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, the Giants are, have, when we get to the Giants again, I mean, obviously they've got a lot of reasons to hate, hate what Dallas did by letting Philly trade up and take Smith in the draft. But, um, you know, Washington, they won the division last year, right? Yep. Uh, they were a... a what they went at seven and nine, so they weren't even. They didn't even make five hundred. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, to me, I think this is probably going to be. Is this in AT and T Stadium? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's uh, FedEx Field, so it's okay. a, they got to go away. Dallas got to go away. Okay. Well, I you know what defense with the with I think this is really when late in the season when the Dallas defense starts to gel and starts to improve, and you got Parsons and Cox and guys like that starting to get better. Yeah. And, you know, combining with, with Lawrence and Gregory and really starting to play well defensively, going up against a Washington, Washington team that's got a lot of questions on the offensive side of the ball. I think this is a Dallas win. I know I'm just chalking wins up for them like crazy. I'm going to have them in the Super Bowl when the day's done. <laughs> but I, I just can't see how they lose this game. Well, I I think differently. I think I think Bostic, the old Bears, if he's still on the team. Bostic. He, I think, he, I think he, uh, he's going for the ankle. I think he's going for the ankle. <laughs> I think I and the other thing is this time though. Let's say that they did. Let's say it was a Bostic does that headshot like he did last year. This time, the Dallas defense stands up for the quarterback. Obviously, yeah, like they didn't do for old Reddy. Yeah, I get you. But so pre- hey, Prescott, Prescott, dude is good against Dallas. I don't. Th- I think he's only lost to him once in the last like four years. And here so. I feel Dallas is going on the road. They should win, but I feel this is one they they let slip away. Division game. like like it feels like when they have the chance to go to take the division and run with the division. Here they just bring everyone right back into the division. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've got Washington. So then we go to week fifteen. They're on the road again, and they're playing the Giants, another division game. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna. I, I think it's gonna be the Giants on this one. I, I know, and I think part of the reason is is I think the Giants, you know, are gonna the same thing. They're gonna start playing, and they're in New York. You said, yeah, they're in yeah. New York. Yeah, I'm gonna take Giants taking Dallas in this one, and and just you know, late field goal or something gets them the win 
as that team starts to get better as the season rolls on. They're not going to be a good football team, but I think they'll be better towards the end of the year. And see, this is where I take Dallas in this one because <laughs> I, I feel like Dallas has something to prove. In my scenario, Dallas has something to prove because they did lose to them at home. Oh. And now they're going on the road. It's payback oh, time. time. Yeah, yeah. So I totally see Dallas coming back. But then we go right back at home. We finish the season at home, the last two games of the year. Okay. The second to last game is a Sunday night game, December 26th, and it's against the Washington football team. Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to stay with Dallas on this one. No no fits magic uh for Washington football team. I don't think he Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to lead them to a win. I think they're going to get swept. And that would make that would make uh Prescott 9 and 1 against the uh, Redskins over the last 5 seasons if that holds true. So, I'm going to go with that. And I like Dallas as well because in my predictions they lose to Washington at Washington, now they come home and uh, Dallas comes back. So you're to not going to have Washington sweeping the Cowboys. I can't see that happening. I don't even know who Washington has as a quarterback. Who do they have as a quarterback? Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's what I just said. Oh, Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, especially if they have a a decent secondary, a decent second or backup quarterback. I mean, Ryan's been pulled for the, you know, double T and mm-hmm. – Anybody else that, you know, when he was up in Buffalo, Allen, was he up in Buffalo then? Was He, he was on Dallas too, wasn't he on Dallas? Who? I don't know, he, Fitzpatrick, he was all over the place. Yeah. Nevertheless, I have Dallas winning. Then we go into, oh, I'm sorry, there's two more games oh, after yeah. that. Um, we're at home again, T-Dog, for Sunday afternoon game, and we're playing, uh, is it Ky- Kyler? Kyler Murray, Murray in the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Yes, speedy, mobile threat with tremendous arm talent. Um, I know they were 500 last year, but I think they were one of the better 500 teams last year. And defensively, you know, yeah, we talked about what they did, and they had some improvements there. Um, They got Rondell Moore in the draft. I know we mentioned him. Uh, You know what? I I guess on the defensive side of the ball, this is going to be a toss-up. This, I think, is going to be a great game. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's going to be a great late-season game. It's going to have some playoff implications, more than likely. Yep. Arizona's going to be in the hunt, yep. presumably. And Dallas, the way I've got them going, definitely going to be in the hunt. Um, I think a lot of this is going to rest on where uh, the Cowboys have, as far as the division, lo- you know, do they have the division locked up, you know, that type, that type of stuff. But um, I think... To me, Arizona is going to be such an improved team this year, and I really, I'm really going to be, I'm looking forward to seeing that team play. Yeah, I think they sneak in and steal one. Uh I think they steal one here in 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 uh, Dallas. I'm going to take the cards, and I'm going to take the cards on this one as well. I I I agree with you. I feel like Dallas. I mean, Arizona's got a lot to play with, and I still feel like even though we're in Week 17, I feel like both teams have potential playoff implications, especially if you're going to be winning your division. Right. No question. So that's what I think. And then we go into the last game of the year. It's January 9th, and we're on the road in Philly. The question mm-hmm. really is, and I'm going to add up our I'm going to add up our win losses right now so we can either say are we sitting players 
resting players or are we not resting players? Okay. So, T, you've got Dallas 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 wins. So 12 and 4. And, right and 4 right now. Okay. And I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 and 6. And 6. Okay. Going in. At 10 and 6, for me, it's going to be for the division. They're not resting anybody. And they're going to be on the road. And you're going to want them to win. You're going to... Jalen Hurt, you're going to want Dallas to win. America's team, man. You're going to want them to win. And I believe that they get that win. God, did I do I really have the Cowboys going potentially 13 and 4? <laughs> A year after they went, what, 6 and 10? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, we got to do this over again because I, I don't. That'd be, mo- that'd be probably like most improved, obviously. <laughs> for- oh, yeah. And and here's the thing: I think this is going to just this is going to show how critical a talented starting quarterback is for a football team, right? This is just going to prove if Prescott can remain healthy, yeah, and the defense can play better. This is just going to prove that. And I think Dallas is going to be in a dogfight this year, um, you know, with several of the other top NFC teams. And this, I don't think, I don't think there's any team that's going to be competing. They're going to have the division wrapped up by this point. I think more or less this is going to be for, you know, potentially home field throughout the NFC or you know a better position in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm going to take Dallas to win and finish 13 and four. Wow. God, I hope I know what I'm talking about. You yeah, know who, me- you know who's going to like that. Eric Lamont. Oh yeah, Lamont's gonna love that. You see, and here I am talking shit and saying how I don't, I don't like the Cowboys. But look at look at the love I'm giving your Cowboys, Lamont. Look at the love. Thirteen and four. Are you kidding me? Are and, you kidding me? And just so you know, Eric, since we're talking about you, the T Dog is wearing a red shirt and blue shorts. No, 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 no. I, I would never do that. Oh, unless I get dressed with the lights off. It's pretty much that it's, could be. No, 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 no. Hey. So no. Real sound effects. Wow. Oh, we got some breaking news coming in the uh, podcast studio, LV. We got a live text that just came in from Steve Wilhelm, one of our couch potato listeners, and he says his his uh, text simply says, "You're fat." So apparently, our couch potato listeners. Think wow! I, I think I'm a little on the heavy side. That's there you go. So and it's look. crossed his mind. Yes, he he it must be heavy on him. He he just oh, good play on words there, mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, love you too. There are tons of fun, but we're gonna have to. You know, there you go. There's our breaking news. Breaking news. It, breaking news coming in. So sometimes we get some breaking news in the podcast, folks. But there you go. All right, we gotta we gotta move on, dude. We said we were gonna talk about the you know what are we gonna do? You want to do Raiders or um, or we want to save them because we, you know what? I didn't think we'd talk for as long as we did about the Cowboys, but I mean, we really we did, yeah. yeah. And which is fine because guys, this is this is Wednesday night football schedule mm-hmm. special, right? And uh, I really wanted to just do and break down basically. Uh, a team per week leading up to this to the start of the season, and I think we possibly can do that. Well, I think with us with us covering the Bears, Raiders, and 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 Cowboys for our our heavy couch potato listener, you know, folks, right? 
We got a lot of we got folks in Dallas, folks in Chicago, folks, folks in Vegas. At least we got a couple people out in Spain. Yeah, you know, he- hello, he- he- <laughs> hola, hola. Yeah, we got uh, some some somebody out in Germany. Germany. I don't know who the hell that is. But Madrid. Nice. Oh, that's Spain. that's in Spain. Okay, <laughs> somebody get this guy a globe. Well, um, I I want to tell you. Do you even have a globe anymore? Do you have a globe? Is there a globe in here? I I do have a globe, but oh. it's not in this room. Right. Well, actually, right there. Oh, there you go. Out of Look this at world. It. Where the hell's Madrid? It's in Spain. Stupid. Oh, okay. All right. So, just so we can finish up here, just your thoughts though. Overall, you you're pretty confident though that Dallas is going to have a thirteen and four record. You know, and as as I was, and nothing subject this. to change unless right. that that quarterback uh, gets hurt again. Well, Jack yeah, Prescott. I think that's. I mean, you know, ultimately last year sort of really, like I said, it proved. How important he was to that team. He was having a phenomenal season. Yeah. Right. So I think it's just it's a good opportunity to kind of prove that point. I really like, you know, what that they've been able to do on that on that team offensively. They have improved the defense. It's we'll see how it goes with some of the young guys that are coming in. Yeah. Um but you know, again, I think Dallas, if Pres- Prescott doesn't get hurt last year, they run away with that division. Absolutely, right. I, I totally agree with you. So yeah. this is—it's almost to me like this is a do-over. This is a makeup. I—I uh, I think Jerry Jones is going to be really pressing for this. He's going to be super hungry to win that division and get that team where it needs to be. Um, and uh, well, so we'll see. But I—I I obviously, but look at that dude. When you got the when you're playing teams that were four and twelve last year, you know, and of course, and, and, teams, you, and you mean, have the second to the worst uh, yeah. strength of schedule. You. You should win games. Mm-hmm. You absolutely should win games. Well, we are talking about Dallas. I know. Uh, a couple other things on the side, though. Jalen Smith S- Smith is switching things up. He's actually going to go back to his college number, number nine. Oh, because they allowed the def- they changed the rules this year. That's Correct. What, yeah, people were complaining. Who about. Who else had number nine on the Cowboys? I I don't know. I think it was Romo. Didn't uh, Romo have nine? No, Romo was eight, wasn't he? I thought it was nine. I don't know. See, uh, I, well, let's ask Lamont because I, I, I don't care enough about the Cowboys. I, I, I know um, I know somebody has switched to Romo's old number. Wow. So, is, which, you know, if that's the case, eight or nine or whatever, somebody switched to eight. Ake, it, Aikman was eight, so I think Romo was nine. Maybe I'm thinking eight. Correct. Okay, so Romo's nine. How do you feel about that? I mean, just in general. Just the changing of the, the jerseys? It wasn't like Romo was a terrible quarterback. Besides, you know, fumbling the ball, all you had to do was kick a field goal and he couldn't hold on to the ball, right? Uh, I think uh, we... He probably just... Lamont probably just dropped a tear into his coffee cup after reliving what you just said. You know that? <laughs> he, he probably sniffles, did. Sniffles. It's okay, Eric. Don't worry about it, buddy. So the question, though, is... is that Does that show any disrespect, especially from... Jerry Jones' perspective of possibly he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Okay, well, so what? His number's did, not retired yet. It, of course it's not retired, but he's going to be a Hall of fam- Famer. And is it too soon, though, to jump to that number out of respect to him, who's still, you know, obviously he's... I'm sure he doesn't care. He's making $150 million in, or $128 million, some ridiculous number... Being Way a broadcaster, more money than he was playing football—that's for damn sure. Correct, life-changing money. Even though he had life-changing money 
when he made five hundred thousand dollars per ham. Who are you? Are you asking me if I think it impact affects him? I mean, that's on the team, right? I mean, if they decide that nobody else should wear that number, then they retire it, or they say, "Hey, we don't want anybody wearing this number because we're going to retire it, or we're, we're yeah. going to honor that player, or whatever the case may be." Um, I don't know if. I don't know if they're going to retire the number, but I don't think until that happens, I think it's off limits or it's fair game. I should it's say. fair Not game. Yeah. Well, that'd be like somebody, well, they did retire Peyton's number, but at one point they didn't Walter. That is right. So you would have been fine with somebody putting on but, that Jersey number. Why not? So I don't, yeah, no, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Why you do have a problem with it? No, it's not that I don't have a problem with it. I just feel like, but I think, but I think Peyton is. But here's the thing: the Bears probably would have said, "Hey, guess what? We're not giving anybody 34. You know, we, we you're not going to wear it because we're going to just make a team mandate that it's not going to be worn. We're eventually going yeah. to retire it or put it in the Hall of Fame or the uh, Circle of Fame. Or I mean, besides him it. not winning a single Super Bowl, right? Romo didn't win a Super no, Bowl. No, he did not. Um, does he? He has. The numbers, the pedigree, to be a Hall of Famer, just like you say, like Dan Marino, mm-hmm. and should he get in the Hall of Fame? Uh, you know what? I'm. I don't know. I, that's a tough question. I'd have to really. To me, I'm an. I'm kind of a numbers guy, right? I'm a stats yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm a stats geek. I'd really need to kind of break that down, do some comparisons. What do we see in the? You know. Just knowing how he's played, yeah, I think he, there's certainly potential there. Yeah. Just being able to watch him for I, the last several years, I, but yeah, and I think we talked about his numbers, mm-hmm. not on air or anything, but I think like a year or two sure. ago we talked, sure. we pulled up Rogers' numbers and his numbers, and we were like pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and again, so there's you don't you can be in this in the Hall of Fame without winning Super Bowls. Totally get that. Um. But I don't know. I don't know if I would call him a Hall of Famer right now. If I had to make a decision with a gun to my head, I'd probably say Tony Romo is a Hall of Famer, and I think he probably will be for two reasons: for the way he's played on the field, and for what he's been doing in the broadcast booth, because he's an amazing color commentator. So yeah. I mean, he's just, he just it's, so is Aikman. So Dallas really, Dallas really produces some good uh, color commentators. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because you have um, you have so many haters out there mm-hmm. for a lot of these guys and you know especially especially Aikman's partner right Joe Buck um yeah he I know he's hated upon yeah and part of it is because of the heavy bias that he has towards certain teams and certain certain things but um I've never really been against Joe Buck and I was gonna Aikman say I think lot. you like yeah, that I don't mind Buck and Aikman and you know but having done that play-by-play thing and realizing you know how difficult it is to really kind of do that in a game. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a good color guy or if you don't have one at all. <laughs> I mean, trust me. I mean, it's the color commentators and people are just like, Oh, what's, you know, really, what is he? You know, there's people kind of on both sides of the fence there. Um, but the color guys adds a tremendous balance to what it is that they do. Correct. And, and, and Romo brings it and he, he has a, has a really good knack of mixing what he's learned in his career. Yep. And also kind of tying it to the the audience, right? He's not necessarily, he doesn't get too technical, but he's sort of kind of, 
I don't want to say it's not that he dumbs it down, but he no, it he, puts it more layman's terms. He puts it in the layman's yeah. terms and 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 kind of brings the this the normal Monday morning couch potato football fan, you know, with his beer in one hand and a bowl of popcorn in the other, yeah, into that and really kind of draws him in. And I think so. To me, if I had to call him, if if I had to right now call him a Hall of Famer, I'd say yes. And for on both fronts, okay. He's, so he's it's not just his play, but it's everything he's added to the game of football. And this is a guy who, if I'm not mistaken, was undrafted. Yes, undrafted, an undrafted free agent, right? So to come in from uh, Eastern Illinois or Central Illinois, where did he play? Eastern North Eastern. No, there is no North Northwestern. Excuse me, Northwestern. No, he didn't play for Northwestern. He played for Eastern Illinois, I believe. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, to now come look in, that up, folks. You don't need to. Look, you don't need to look it up. I, he oh, definitely was up. not a wildcat. I guarantee you that. Okay. But anyway, yes, you want me to call him a Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer. Eastern Illinois alum. I'm going to say. I know you're going to look it up. Tony Romas. That's a t- that's a rib place. <laughs> Tony Romas. It autocorrect. Tony Ro- <laughs> Tony Romas did not go to Eastern Illinois. Tony Romas is where, if you remember. Uh, what's his name from Casino was blown up in the park out of Tony Romas when he turned his Cadillac on. That's what it is. Oh, that cracks me up. It's got to be Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. You are absolutely okay. correct about that. So the fact that this kid I know he from, came from Illinois. Yeah, the fact that this kid from Eastern Illinois has thrown. Now, I think he's only thrown for like, well, I say only, 30,000 yards, somewhere in that, that ballpark. Um, and But his playing career and his broadcast, broadcast career altogether, I'd put him in the hall. There you go. Really? Yeah. Well, um, you asked, I tell you, I did ask. And basically, I think I think it says a lot. Yeah, I'm looking at his career. He has thrown for 34,000 yards. Okay. He had an extra season in there then. He had an extra season, 248 touchdowns. He was 78 and 49 um, out of 156 games, 127 started. Uh, I mean, his numbers are... I would say are pretty, you know, amazing. But nevertheless, I don't know. You selected the Pro Pro Bowl, first team All Pro. I mean, should he make the Hall of Fame? Probably. But uh, but there again, somebody else is wearing his number. It's kind of funny though. <laughs> so, man, I just want to say thank you for our Wednesday night listeners for this special special podcast. And let me just. Need to get to this part so we can get out of here, my friend. Play, you, the, play that funky music. White boy, you've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. You can also hit us up on Twitter at mmcouchpotatoes. Uh, this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. The Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general information purposes only. Thanks for listening. All righty then. <laughs> <laughs>